Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Ohms for Dummies. In today's episode, we'll be covering a quick uh, history lesson on electricity and its discovery, and also going into some simple electrical theory. So, we've known about electricity uh, for the most part since Benjamin Franklin in uh, 1752. Lots of people have heard the story of him with his kite, uh, the silk string, and the key, and... Uh, from what we know from the legend and the story, he was able to identify an electrical charge uh, in the air from the lightning storm, proving that lightning was in fact electricity. Uh, so we fast forward um, to a few other forefathers of electricity and the discovery of such. Um, in 1729, we have Stephen Gray. Uh, he showed that electricity uh, didn't have to be made by rubbing, and that it could also be transferred from place to place with conductors such as wires and other uh, sorts. In 1733, we have Charles uh, Francois Dufay. Uh, he discovered that electricity comes in two forms, which he, he called uh, resinous and vitreous. Uh, that's actually negative and positive, respectfully. Um, and that's how they were renamed later on, is negative and positive. In uh, 1757, we have James Watt. Uh, he was actually an instrument maker by trade. And in his repair shop, uh, he believed that uh, steam and steam engines would uh, replace animal power. So he started measuring uh, horses and animal power and he measured the rate uh, that horses exerted uh, work and energy and found out that um, a horse drawing uh, debris and stuff in a mine shaft uh, amounted to about 22,000 foot-pounds per minute. So he added a margin of 50% to that, giving us a, approximately 33,000 uh, foot-pounds. And we still use that conversion factor of one horsepower equivalent to 33,000 foot-pounds per minute to this day in physics and mechanical systems and such. Uh, in 1800, uh, we have Alessandro Volta. Uh, he showed that uh, when moisture came in contact between two different metals, electric power was created. Uh, so that led him to invent the first electric battery. He called it the Voltaic Pile, which he made from a a few thin sheets of copper and zinc, and a moist pasteboard, cardboard-like material. Uh, he discovered that the chemical reactions between those could be used to create uh, positive anodes and negative cathodes, and when the conductor was attached uh, between those two, uh, the difference in potential, which we know today as voltage, uh, drove a current between them through the conductive wire or conductive element. One of the most important fundamentals that we have learned about electricity uh, is Mr. George Simon Ohm. In 1827, uh, he determined a fundamental relationship between voltage, current, and resistance. Um, and today we add uh, power into that, what we call Ohm's Law. Uh, and his uh, original discovery was I equals E divided by R. That means current equals voltage divided by resistance. We have uh, a 
great theory uh, from Mr. Michael Faraday in 1831, discovering electromagnetic induction, uh, which uh, is how we get motors and generators. Uh, he discovered that when uh, he spun a magnet inside of a coil of copper wire, a tiny uh, current flowed through the wire, creating electrical charge. And of course, that is a principle of how electricity is pr produced at uh, generation stations, hydroelectric dams, and so forth to this day. In uh, 1879, we have Mr. Thomas Edison. Uh, he's known for creating the first practical incandescent electric light bulb, not the first light bulb. He also developed and built uh, the first power plant in New York City, which was actually uh, generating power in direct current, which we will talk about a little bit later on. In 1888, we have Mr. Nikola Tesla. He invented uh, our first uh, practical AC motor and also multi-phase power transmission systems. Um, it was with him that we also uh, started getting hydroelectric power production and he worked along people such as George Westinghouse uh, and created the uh, really just the first ability and practical way to distribute power through the alternating current system. So as we know, uh, everyone has heard about Mr. Edison and Mr. Tesla and the battle between them. Both of them have very important um, attributes that they brought to electrical uh, discovery. Uh, but a uh, very practical thing we use to this day in domestic United States and other countries is the alternating current system. Uh, alternating current means that a uh, current flow through a conductor uh, is alternating at a sinusoidal waveform. waveform. Uh, a frequency in the U.S. of 60 hertz. So what that means is the power isn't constantly flowing through it. It's actually alternating and reverberating up and down, up and down. Uh, there's a lot of electrical theory that goes into that. It uh, takes a lot to explain, um, but we'll try to break that down in future episodes. Contrasting that with Mr. Edison's discovery of direct current, direct current uh, is a consistent, constant flow of current and electrons through a conductor. So what the alternating current of Mr. Tesla allows is for a lot more distance traveled with less effort uh, in, within the conductor, which allows us to have longer uh, distances between substations and boosting transformers, step-up transformers, and so on and so forth. So Mr. Edison, uh, his discovery, we see in a lot of electrical components, batteries, flashlights, uh, and components that don't need long distribution. We do see some DC uh, battery storage and distribution networks, but for the most part, we see Mr. Tesla, uh, his alternating current, just for the practicality of it. We also know, as we discussed earlier, uh, we have uh, Mr. Watt, uh, power was named after Mr. Watt, and that's what we know with wattage of uh, light bulbs, uh, toaster ovens and microwaves, uh, space heaters, all of those are named after power consumption. So talking about Ohm's Law, that's what we're going to transition to now. Uh, Ohm's Law can be broken down, like I said, into I equals E over R. So there are four fundamental elements of Ohm's Law. I, which stands for current, and current is measured in amps or 
amperes. V or E, it's used uh, interchangeably. That is voltage, and voltage is measured in volts. We also describe voltage as uh, uh, potential, electric potential. The next one is R, and that is resistance, and that is measured in ohms, and that is named after Mr. Ohm himself. And then we also have power, that is measured in watts, and like I said, that's named after Mr. James Watt. So I'm going to use the uh, explanation that we use a lot of times describing current voltage and resistance of a garden hose. Think of a garden hose. Think of you having uh, water flowing through it. The volume or the measurement of how wide the garden hose is, compare the garden hose to a fire hose. You may have the same pressure or PSI, also known as pounds per square inch, of water flowing through that. But the gallons per minute at that pressure is higher in a fire hose. Yes, you have the same pressure, but you have a lot more volume. That is where we describe current in a conductor. It's the volume, it's the push behind the electrons in a conductor. Voltage is described as the pounds per square inch or the speed or the pressure of the water in the hose. So that is voltage. Resistance is, say, when you're kinking the garden hose. You can't completely shut it off sometimes unless you kink it four or five or six times. So as you're doing that, it's slowing down the water flow, but the water is still flowing. That pressure on the circumference of that hose or closing in and making the orifice smaller where the same amount of water at the same pressure has to flow through there, it is described as resistance in the electrical field. So we're going to describe Ohm's law uh, to finish this episode out. Um, and like I said, this is just a quick overview. We'll, we'll dig into all these concepts a little bit later on. Um, but there is uh, something called the Ohm's Law Circle, which is very, very helpful with anyone in the uh, electrical industry, electrical engineers, electricians, or religious people that want to get an understanding of electricity. So this is a formula-based circle that looks like a pie. Some people call it the pie chart, or some people call it the pizza. It really doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Uh, so we have four different quadrants, and each of those quadrants are subsectioned into three different thirds, or slivers. So it's a 12-piece pizza. Um, in the top left quadrant, we traditionally have power and watts. And if we are looking for power and watts, but we do not have that power and watts, and we're trying to derive it from other elements that we know in Ohm's Law, we can derive power from... Voltage times current, or I times V, or I times V. We can also derive it from I squared times resistance, or current squared times resistance. The third way we can derive power is from voltage squared, or E squared, over resistance. So that's E squared divided by R. The way we can derive voltage or volts, like I said, the 
uh, symbol for that is either E or V, is I times R, or current times resistance. We can also derive it by utilizing power and current, which is power in watts over current in amps. We can derive it with being given power and resistance by taking the square root of power in watts over resistance in ohms. We can derive ohms by taking voltage over current. We can also derive it by taking voltage squared divided by power and watts. And the third way we can derive ohms or resistance is power in watts over current squared. We can derive amps, also known as amperes, from voltage divided by resistance. We can also derive it by power in watts divided by voltage. And the third way we can derive it is the square root of power divided by resistance. So this has been a quick analysis and overview of the uh, discovery of electricity and electrical theory and the fundamental laws of electricity, which what we use are um, Ohm's law. Uh, like I said, Ohm's law was discovered in 1827 uh, by uh, Mr. George Simon Ohm. A person that is also named after in Ohm's law is Mr. James Watt, who discovered horsepower, which we use to this day. So uh, I hope you all stay tuned for the next episode. And until then, stay safe and I will see you.